It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardness. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We know that we are so excited to have you on the show today. We're sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group, and you can visit us at www.wealthysistersmedia for all your branding, publishing needs. And that is Wealthy Sisters, S-I-S-T-A-S, media.com. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to provide you, the dynamic listener, with inspiration and encouragement, and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your business and your life right now. And second, we want to make sure we provide edification, we promote and acknowledge and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is another awesome Monday. It's June 10th, 2013. Yes, you know this is our banner year, right? You all are agreeing with us. We're standing on it. This is just an awesome year, 2013 is. And, you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's right, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you so much for spreading the word about Wealthy Sisters Radio here on Blog Talk Network. Hey, I got a question for you today. Now, how many of you out there, and be honest with me, set resolutions or those fitness goals for 2013? Well, have you reached them, or did you fall off the wagon? Well, don't worry about it. Did you know it is still Still time. This is June. There's still time in 2013 to get it right and get it tight. That's right. So maybe, maybe you might need just a little bit more inspiration or encouragement. Well, this is the show for you. As you know, here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we're all about the holistic point, uh, approach and how much does our health really matter in the bottom line of our business, our productivity? Well, we're going to be talking about that today with none other than certified personal trainer, Ms. Trinity Perkins. She's a dynamic individual. Trinity is an AFA, excuse me, an AFAA certified personal trainer and an AFPA, AFA certified nutritionist, and she lives in the Northern Virginia area. She earned her B.A. in communications from Old Dominion University, and she is currently studying for her master's in science and health education. I'm telling you, she spent time in corporate America. She has uh, really gone out after her goals now, and she's helping so many people across the country, across, you know, with her blog. We're going to talk about that today. And she is going to help you get back on track. Or maybe you're already on track and just need a little bit more encouragement. So we're not going to hold her from you much longer. You know what you need to do, though, right now, right? you got to call everybody, text book, Facebook, tweet them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278. So you can listen live here, or if you just dialed in or you've got to go and you've got to catch the show a little later, you know you can get this show and all of our shows 
at Wealthy Sisters Radio. That's WealthySistersRadio.com. And you can download us right there on iTunes. That's right. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. We are there. We appreciate you right now. Go ahead and open that browser and click follow. We are we have a special goal that we want to reach this week with our Twitter and our Facebook fans, so definitely we appreciate you for doing that. Well, we are here live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're talking about your health and how it affects your wealth today with our very special guest, Trinity Perkins. We're going to hold, um, be right back after we take this short break, and we'll bring our dynamic guest on. Thank you for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Does your home or office decor need a resurrection? Is there a special room of yours that says blah, blah, blah and is lacking inspiration? Then you need creative ways and solutions. We help you create feel-good spaces that are functional and beautiful at the same time. We are here to cater to you with an environmental and spiritually conscious flair. Both in-person and virtual interior design services are available. Visit us online at creativeways.com, spelled with a K, or call 888-280-8318 for a complimentary consultation. We create spaces that inspire you. Yes, we're live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. So happy to see everybody here. See you there in the chat room. I tell you, the lines are packed out. We are thrilled about this show today. We know that your health does affect your wealth. And uh, we have the honor to have on none other than certified personal dynamic individual, Miss Trinity Perkins. As I promised, I'm not going to hold her from you any longer. Everybody help me give a very, very welcome, a very round of applause to Miss Trinity Perkins. How are you, Trinity? I'm good. Very good. Wonderful. Well, welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, indeed. Well, you guys, I tell you, she absolutely lives what she preaches, and we're going to talk about her website and everything today. But this sister, I mean, she just has an amazing story. So, Trinity, why don't you just give everybody your background, you know, because a lot of times, well, we always say here at Wealthy Sisters, we're a little nosy. People like to know who you are so that they can <laughs> relate you to you, right? right? And they see you, your beautiful pictures, your, you know, your, your tone body. I mean, sister is built. I'm telling you, <laughs> she's got it going on. And I'm telling you, she could do some lunges out of this world. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, you know, Trinity, you know, people look at you and they might say, oh, she's been like that all her life. Why don't you tell us a little story? Oh, sure. So um, I've always grown up fit. My mom is very active, um, even now in her 50s. So I did grow up in a household that fitness was the center of everything that we did. However, um, I went to college, to ODU for four years, go Monarchs, and, you know, the food on campus is not conducive to living a fit lifestyle. So although I was very, very active and I, I would be the personal trainer to a lot of my friends on campus, I ate everything the cafeteria had to offer times two. <laughs> and um, when you try to mix freshman in, bread, we used yes, to call it. it was freshman <laughs> bread. I think it was the freshman 15, which is now the freshman 2530. So I, I kind of caught it on the back end when it was like the freshman 25-ish. So over the course of those four years, right under the four years, I gained about 45 pounds. Um, wow. So I came home one Christmas and um, – my mom, always supportive, never would say a, an ill word about me. She just she gave me a little nudge, and she said, you, you, do, you do realize, you know, there's more to you than we saw the last few Christmases. So I realized <laughs> then, um, you know, the importance of eating healthy and eating clean. And as I started to kind of pull back from the cafeteria, 
the cafeteria food, I moved into an on-campus apartment where I was able to grocery shop and have all of the kitchen appliances that I needed to cook my meals. So that helped to change my eating, number one. Um, And right in 2009, I was in a gym, a new gym, and I noticed that a lot of the girls there were training really, really hard and preparing for competitions, um, fitness and bodybuilding competitions. So I was really interested in that competition world, just a step up from the basic gym life. I had never really been good at any sport, so I figured this would be a good turn. I did my first show in 2009, and I was hooked, totally hooked, loved the lifestyle, loved the discipline, saw what my body could do with clean eating and discipline and exercise, um, and then it just kind of all spiraled from, from there, so... I, wow. I really got my good start in 2009, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that's good. Congratulations to Thank you, you. Thank you, you know, for taking that step. And because it is, a lot of times we do gain weight uh, from college, and uh, from there, you know, if we don't get a hold of it, and especially today with the lifestyles, the way that yes. it is, food, the acceptability, you know, of the things that we eat, even what they serve in the a secondary educational uh, or primary educational arena, you know, it is it is definitely conducive for gaining weight and right. you're not, you know, not knowing it. And uh, so congratulations to you for making that step. So tell us, though, we, we you know, we know we talk about exercise, we talk about mm-hmm. health and wellness. Why is it so important to focus on that, you know, as here as a business owner? What, what does exercise have to do with their productivity? I know um, for a lot of small business owners and myself especially, you are the CEO as in chief everything officer. Like you, That's right. You do, you do everything from start to finish. There is no one to pass work off to. Your calendar is always busy. You're always going. You're always full. And at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, you find yourself doing a lot of stuff for other people. And that's how it is. You're trying to build business and really reach out to people and get your name out there, brand yourself. So it's very exhausting. And it's a process that that you enjoy because you did decide to step out on your own outside of corporate America, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, you can really run yourself ragged. You can, mm-hmm. you know, start to let stress will take over, and stress stress kills. You know, it, it causes yeah. heart, heart issues and um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, I mean, all, all that, you name it. And then I know for a lot of people, they start to comfort themselves with food. Um, or, yeah. you know, not not exercising, not getting enough sleep, eating too much, and just not taking care of themselves. And that's even outside of the gym. You want to have a self-care routine that includes massages, meditations, some quiet time, along with the exercise and the healthy eating. So it's so important to take care of yourself because if you are a small business owner, you will find yourself taking care of other people first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I can just really interject my personal story here. I mean, really, uh, I, I've always known that health and fitness has been important. I've been very, very um, focused on wellness for mm-hmm. over 20 years now and just seeing some things with my parents' his personal testimonies and saying that I wanted to have uh, a different lifestyle. And definitely, definitely you said it, I got off track as far as exercising, and when you talk about stress, we are under, a lot of times we are under a lot of stress, and then what an entrepreneur, a good entrepreneur can do, especially for us women, we can fall in that trap where we make stress look good. People Mm -hmm. don't even know how stressed, you know, they say we make everything look easy, and personally, my blood pressure was off the charts, was off the charts. And Mm -hmm. I had to really, really pause and stop. And that's when I said, you know what, I'm eating better, I'm eating, you know, right, but this exercise, I have to do it. And I have a testimony that my blood pressure actually lowered because I was able to eliminate that stress. Yep. You know, from once I started back exercising, and even next week we're going to talk about it. We have um, the uh, one of the owners from Dherbs dot com. I did that whole raw diet for oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, and it just made a big difference. So the eating clean and 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 exercising, like you said, is so important. So important. So talk about 
what are some of the, when you, you say exercise, and I know we've got a lot of people that tune in, and they may be like myself, have fallen off the wagon for years, mm-hmm. you know, after you have babies and everything. Talk about some of the things that people can actually do, or if they've never really exercised before in their life. What would someone need to do if they want to start uh, exercising and really want to be able to create a better fit lifestyle for themselves? Well, the first thing I always say, and I say that walking is free. So mm-hmm. no matter where you live, in the city, um, in the suburbs, you can always go for a walk, a nice brisk walk. You can find a park um, and do um, hill walking or flat surface walks. That's a that's a first step. It doesn't cost mm-hmm. anything. It's easy to do. You can you can challenge yourself by finding different, like I said, hills and different terrains to walk on. Um, there's mm-hmm. also a lot of exercises that you don't need equipment for. You don't need a gym membership. Your squats and your lunges, like you know, I love those those walking lunges. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> your squats and your lunges, your push-ups, your pull-ups, and there are modified versions of all of those exercises as well. So for somebody who's not prepared to go out of the gate and sprint, go for a walk. If you're not prepared mm-hmm. to do a walking lunge, you can hold on to a surface and do a do a lunge while holding on to something. The same with squatting. If you're not prepared to do um, squats with weight, you can do them with no weight, just your own body weight. So just kind of easing into the basic moves. I always say think about how your body moves in a regular day. You're bending down, you're picking up your kids, you're reaching for stuff, um, you're getting in and out of chairs, and mimic those moves through exercise. So mm. it's, it's free free to get started. Just think about how your body moves naturally and then try to incorporate those movements in exercise. Mhm mhm. And and so that's that's a good thing because you talk about the squats that is like if you you talked about the chair if you're actually yeah. sitting in the chair so there's instead of actually sitting down you you are visualizing or you know imitating that that or mimicking that, that motion. Mm-hmm, right. Mhm mhm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now is it important for them to set goals when they get started or what what else should they do as far as Setting the journey. I say goals. Oh, for for sure. The the goals should be realistic. They should be smart goals so that you can take your body where it is now and factor in your schedule, your lifestyle, and then really set goals that you know you can achieve without having that guilt factor in there when you maybe don't hit a goal. If you know that you haven't worked out for a couple months or even a few years, maybe setting a goal to do a 5K at the end of three weeks is not the best goal. However, <laughs> Trying to incorporate going for a walk after dinner with your family and doing a, a DVD, a workout DVD before bed twice a week. Those are those are smart goals. Those are goals that are achievable that you can fit into your lifestyle, and then you can kind of assess after that first month, you know, what progress you've made, and decide from there how to take it onto the next level. With goals, you want to make sure that you. Not necessarily that you don't have the same goals, but you want to challenge yourself within those goals. So mm-hmm. if that first two months you've mastered those evening walks and those DVDs and um, you've got the squats and the lunges and the push-ups and you've got that down, try to throw in a curveball there. Maybe add in another day. Maybe speed up the pace. Maybe um, you know change the time of day that you work out so that you're having those same goals but that you're continuously challenging yourself with those goals. Um, and then you're able to kind of see over a couple months where you are, and then each few months you're having a self-check-in, and you're able mm-hmm. to continue on from there. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you, that when you, you mentioned the time of day, is there a particularly uh, better time of day, or is that pretty much individually based? Uh, the better time of day is the time that you can get it done. That's what I say. If you if you can wake up in the morning and exercise before your body realizes what's going on and you and you can get it done, get it done. If you know that your evenings are full of soccer practice and church events and et cetera, et cetera, don't try to have an evening workout because you don't want exercise in a new healthy lifestyle to be a burden. Like oh, right. Uh, Oh, now I got I got it. I worked all day. Now, you know, right. because you're not going to enjoy it. So I say right. if you don't have to leave for work in the morning and you're blessed with a short commute, try to schedule a half hour in the morning before you get the rest of the house up and before the day starts to do something for yourself. If you have one or two evenings a week where you have a free hour or so, slide the exercise in there. Or if it's mixed and matched, if you have maybe two mornings a week and two evenings a week, that's that's perfect. Um, mm-hmm. It. 
you you can kind of get down into like the science of it of your metabolic rate and what time works best but if you're just beginning i say fit it in where it gets in and just make sure that you stick to a schedule that you will stick to that you will stick to and that's yes. that's a little bit more what i want to talk about with the scheduling too because mm-hmm. you you mentioned it trend here we are, we're busy, we're running, we're serving, we're giving to everybody. Yep. And, and like myself, I was like, I don't have time to really do what I have to do. How in the world am I going to fit this in my schedule? Because that mm-hmm. has been my reason for over the years for not really exercising. Right. It's because I don't have time. I just don't have time. And so what do you suggest? Um, I know you you said find it, fit it in, get it in where you can get it in. But mm-hmm. when, when someone's writing, do you give some of your clients tips on how they should actually plan it out on their calendar or any any other suggestions for them to find the time that works and to well, make my, the time my clients, that works? My clients know. Any Train with Trend clients know. Do not tell me I do not have time. <laughs> that's okay. One, that's one thing. So you you are in trouble. Do not say I do not have time. We all have the time. It's about making the time. President making Obama time. makes time to shoot to shoot hoops a couple times a week, and he is right. running the United States. So we all we all <laughs> not to step on your toes. We we right. all have time. It's really about what I have. Well, some he has a to. team of people. You know. That's no, what no, 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 no. He's got a support staff. <laughs> He's got a I'm I'm waiting for you you to come back. (laughs) Right. Good point. Okay, touche, touche. However, if we all sat down and we looked at our week and we kind of did almost like a food, like a journal that you write with all of your food, I don't know if anyone has done that, but if you take a time assessment and write down how you spend your time and you say, you know, one to two hours I'm doing this and uh, three to four hours I'm doing that, what I have seen with a lot of my clients is that there's a lot of empty space in the day that is uh-huh. used for things like Facebook, um, phone calls, hair and TV. nail appointments, uh-huh. TV, you know, just mindless, mindless stuff. And if you factor in that, you really only need to focus on for the beginning to get at least a half hour in a day for exercise, just a half hour. And then you'll start to enjoy it, and you'll be able to right. spread that to an hour. So if you can right. take, a, take a, an overview of what your days look like on a regular basis and just kind of take assessment of your time and see where those loopholes are, I'm pretty sure that you'll be able to find some time, and then you'll be able to make some time to get the exercise in. The first thing that people think of when they think of working out is it's going to take forever. It's going to take you know, <laughs> two, two hours of my day weightlifting and cardio and this and that. If you're just starting out and you're not doing anything, anything is better than nothing. So a right. half hour to yourself where you maybe do a quick full body circuit, that's better than nothing. So I think we all need to just kind of like rethink how we spend our time during the day and just realize that everybody gets the same 24 hours in the day. And there are people who may be busier than us in different areas, and they're still making time to get exercise in. So it's right, really just right. about taking inventory of your time and just finding those loopholes um, where you can get some exercise in. And there's, there's always time. Always. Right, and making that time because, like you said, you know we we are going to pay that old adage. We're oh, going yeah. to either pay now or we're going to pay later. And and we know we, as we said, our health does affect our wealth. We, yes. If we are stressed and we're taking medication uh, for stress, from high blood pressure or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, those things can affect us in the long run for sure. Very true. Mhm, mhm. Now you've hit on a couple of things we want to talk about in there. We, as someone starting out, we we have dealt with their scheduling, making that yes. time. We realize the importance for that. Let's talk a little bit about. Um, you said slow walking, or you know that's free. We talked about squats and all of that. Now they're picking up the pace. They're they're enjoying it. They're seeing the benefits. Uh, their body, they're losing a little weight, maybe their mm-hmm. dress size is small or what have you. Let's talk about as far as cardio is concerned and weight training. I mean, what is that, what is the whole point around that? We hear a lot about cardio, and now it's for women, at, like around my age, uh, 40 and more, we know, hear that it's really important to train with weights as well. Can you yeah. hit on some of those? So cardio is short for cardiovascular. Um, It's, uh, first of all, to focus on heart strength and heart health. 
However, mm-hmm. it's not the do-all, be-all to a fitness program. So the term right. cardio queen, the women and the guys in the gym, the cardio kings, I guess, who just spend all their time doing cardio, 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 you know, on the elliptical, on the treadmill at a mindless, slow pace, that type of cardio is not the type of cardio that's going to help build up lean, lean muscle and help you get toward your, your goals. So what you want to do is have cardio be part of your program, and you it's mm-hmm. not so much about the duration as far as how much you're doing or how long you're doing it. It's more about mm-hmm. the intensity of the cardio. Okay. And since okay. intensity is based on person to person, what's intense for you, Ms. Deborah, is not what's intense for me. So you need mm-hmm. to find an intensity that works for you. What gets your heart rate up? What has you sweating? What has you feeling hot? What has you mm-hmm. feeling your your muscles working? And that is your intense pace. And so that mm-hmm. level of cardio should be the cardio that you're focusing on. And then the weights, which is even more important, like you just said, that's what's helping build up that lean muscle. So the more lean muscle you have, the more calories you're burning per hour. The tissue, mm-hmm. lean muscle tissue, burns mm-hmm. about 14% more calories per hour than fat tissue. So you definitely want to have more lean muscle. The more lean muscle you have, the less room in your body there is for fat, and that's where you'll have that sleek, lean, defined, toned figure. Um, there's a lot of fear of women who um, are afraid to get bulky. They're afraid yeah, to look that's like Shiro. Yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, I don't want those veins the, the incredible in my neck. Hulk. Hulk. Right, right. <laughs> Right, so there is really no fear, and just um, not to make this into like a science show, but we as women, thankfully, do not produce enough testosterone to get anywhere near the size of a bodybuilder just by lifting weights. So okay. you definitely want to be lifting weights that challenge you, heavier than your purse. That's a good rule because um, we, we carry around some heavy bags these days. And then we go in the gym and we lift five-pound dumbbells, and that, that, does not re- that does not relate. So you, you want to challenge your muscle because you want to build up that lean muscle tissue. And then the cardio right. is um, a part of the program. It's not the do-all, be-all. So it should be an even mix of your cardio and your weight training for beginners. Okay, and some of the signs you said that we know that we're at our intensity level is we're perspiring, we're sweating, um, yeah. we can feel mm-hmm. like we're hot. I mean, we you feel, feel our the muscles. muscles working, right? Uh huh, right. uh huh. Feel them working. Is it when you say you feel the muscles working? Is it like a burning, or is it? Uh, I mean, or, or is it tight, or what? It's what different is, for everybody. Yeah, it can be all uh-huh. of that. It can be a burn. Mm-hmm. It can be a tightness. It can be mm-hmm. um, a. a feeling that that you're just working those particular muscles, it's hard to describe it. But let's just say, like, if I'm walking, I'm feeling that my my quads, which are my thighs, are being used every time my foot hits the ground. As I push off of the ground, I feel my calves get tighter. So you want to kind of look for those responses because Uh if you're just kind of sloughing around, you know, mall mall walking, as I call it, as I call it, you're not really challenging your your muscles. So, okay. yeah, the, the tingling and the burning and the tightness, the sweating, all of those are signs that you're working at a pace that's intense for you. That's a good okay. gauge at, at which to start. Okay. Now, you did hit on something else. Yes. You talked about I know I'm, I'm talking time. a lot, so definitely stop. <laughs> no, yeah. uh-uh. you, you're right on point. You, you okay. are bringing it today for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got to have you back. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, yes, now you, you hit on it, and I don't know if the audience heard it, but, okay. you know, particularly in, in our sister community with African Americans, yeah. because Wealthy Sisters incorporates every every culture because mm-hmm. we're all sisters. But when we talk about our, our African American community, you talked about that hair. Now, we had <laughs> uh, back at the beginning of the year, we had uh, Nicole Ari Parker. She oh, has yes. the Save Your Do wrap. Product. Yes, As a matter of fact, yes. I have it. I I have I use that, okay. and it does it does work. It does, even though my hair is natural, uh, it, it, I can see the benefits of it. So, but let's talk about how am I supposed to work <laughs> around my hair? Oh my what goodness. is that all about? Because you know oh that's goodness. one of the main reasons why we um, African-American women don't exercise because we spend a lot of time in the salon and not time only but money. Yes, and it is. It's funny to laugh at that, as you know, you're not you're not working out because of your hair. It sounds so right. funny, but it has been a legitimate concern that's been brought up with a couple of my clients. Um, right. I 
I don't know how, but I am not a hair sweater. So <laughs> thankfully, I mean, I sweat everywhere else, like profusely. Like you will always see me in black bottoms and a black top because I I sweat everywhere <laughs> yeah. else. But I'm not I'm not a hair sweater. And then I'm I'm sure folks can see from my website that I recently cut off about eight inches of my hair, so now it's even right. shorter. Um, but even when it was longer, I I never was a hair sweater. I do know that wraps work well. I wouldn't say wrap it and then put an entire cover over it because that kind of traps in the sweat. So mm-hmm. when I work out, and I do have a day where I know I'll be doing a more intense workout, maybe um, including some intervals with my cardio on the stair mill, what I'll do is I'll just make sure all of my hair is tucked back, and then I have this Velcro mesh wrap that has holes in it. So it's actually, mm-hmm. it's actually breathable, and it allows air to kind of funnel in through my hair so it's not mm-hmm. totally covered. Um, I do – tell a couple of my clients they wrap their entire head with heavy scarves and they end up sweating to the scarf too because they get so hot so yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and um and also the care that you give to your hair before and after the workout is really important as well um if your hair is already dry because you maybe don't grease your scalp or you don't use oils you know it's going to be even more dried by the salt that's in sweat so you want to have a good hair care routine prior to and after the sessions. Those deep relaxers, those those um, hot oil treatments, the wrapping at night, the satin pillows, you know, all of that are helping to prep your hair for the workout so that the workout just does not completely, you know, undo all of the effort you've put in in the salon. Right. In other words, you're saying we got to figure a way around it. <laughs> Products Pretty out much, there. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you read. You read right through that answer. It sounded so good, but yeah, you pretty much have to figure out how to how to work what around it. What problem is that? <laughs> I know. I I do, but I do know. I do stick with my point. You got to take care of your hair before and after the workout. You have mm-hmm. to grease your scalp. You have to put oil. You have to get those your your ends trimmed every six to eight weeks, you know, to help keep the hair healthy and strong. You know, try not to have it yanked up in ponytails and gel and all those stiff hairstyles. You know, let your hair breathe so that when you are working out, it's already in a healthy state and those sweat is not doing any more damage to it. And then, right. yes, work, work around it. <laughs> yes. Work around it. That's right. <laughs> well, Bye. I know there are a lot of videos online, and, and you have mm-hmm. your blog, which we want to talk about as well. I know that um, give tips. And like I mentioned, that I want to encourage everybody to go back and check out that interview I did with Nicole Ari Parker with her product and check her product out because there are things out there that we can use and we don't. Oh, it yeah. is a legitimate. It is a legitimate concern it is because a concern. I it do. Is. My I perspire profusely in my head, you know, okay. and um, so I can relate to that concern, you know, um, that people have with that. And, e- and even me, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I think I'm going to do the stair mill maybe on Wednesday because I'm supposed to go out Thursday night. Me? I'm not going to have time, you know. Am I really going to have time to do this wrap and the set and all the lotion and all this stuff? Like, uh, you know what? Actually, I might push it to Saturday because Sunday is only a family event. I can just wear a hat, right? So, you know, right. so I, I definitely know that that is a legitimate concern. I do recognize that for sure. Right, right. We just have to we just have to do what we do and make it right. work, make it happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked a lot of, uh, about the fitness aspect of it and mm-hmm. um, getting started. If you just tuned in, we're speaking live here with certified personal trainer Trinity Perkins, and uh, she has a wonderful website that has a wealth of information. She has a blog on there as well. It's trainwithtrin.com, trainwithtrin.com. I want you to check out her site. You can also make sure you follow her there on Facebook and Twitter as well. And uh, because you're located in Northern Virginia, but you do also do consulting online uh, as well. And uh, she's also a certified nutritionist. And we come back from the break. We're going to talk about the importance of, you said it, I love that uh, expression, clean eating. So listening here live with Wealthy Sisters Radio, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Thank you for tuning in. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0500. 
or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. Yes, that's right. Visit us at WealthySistersRadio.com to download this show and all of our other great shows there. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and iTunes. That's right. You can download it on iTunes. Listen to this show and all of our other great shows on your smartphone, on your laptop. We are here, and we appreciate you for spreading the word. So find us there under Wealthy Sisters. And if you're in need of that publishing or branding, we can help you with that as well. We appreciate you so much for tuning in today to our show with our special guest, certified personal trainer and nutritionist, Miss Trinity Perkins. So, Trinity, we've talked about a little bit about the exercise portion of it and the physical aspect of it. Now, let's talk about that clean eating because a lot of times I hear people and we talk about, oh, I work out and they, I'm in the gym and they, I had this one person tell me they work out two hours a week, uh, oh, two wow. hours a day, rather. A day, uh-huh. and, and you look and, man, I'm like, you do? And then when I <laughs> saw what they were eating, I was like, oh, okay, I got it. So I've heard that eating is really, what, about 85% of it? I would push it even more to to 90, right? 90, mm-hmm. Right. So what is your definition of clean eating? My definition of clean eating is um, eating food in its most natural state. So Mm -hmm. when you're thinking of eating fruits and vegetables, all your meats, um, your your grains, you want to think about how it came from nature. So I always ask my clients, like, what, did the did the chicken was it was it born with a fried wing? Probably, <laughs> probably not. So you know, fried you're messing chicken with wings, the fried chicken. That's not yeah, fair. Right off that's, the jump. That's, we might as well just go go head head on. So you know, that's not necessarily clean clean eating. Um, mm-hmm. Things like sausages that were made in factories. Another example of something that's not clean eating. So you're you're thinking about your chicken, your fish, your tuna, um, you know, your salmon, your eggs, your turkey, you know, apples and your mangoes, et cetera, et cetera, your your oatmeal, your rice, your potatoes in its most natural state. And a good rule of thumb is to get everything plain and then play around with spices. Add your mm-hmm. own flavoring. You know, spice things up or sweeten things up naturally to to your taste as opposed to getting them already flavored or already processed or packaged. So clean clean eating is just that, eating things in their most clean, natural state um, and then adding your own flair to make them dishes that you really like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so true. And I remember I, one time I was with a, a nutritional company and <laughs> we had a guy to give a testimony about his potassium level and the doctor just told him to just eat bananas. And his mm-hmm. mom was like, isn't there a pill for that? Why he didn't give you a pill? <laughs> you know, that just to me yes. was a testimony of how yes. far we have moved from the That's understanding of eating. natural state, right, of mm-hmm. <laughs> clean eating. So now as a as a trainer, um, I know a lot of times a lot of our listeners might be vegetarians as well, and I know when we start talking about lifting weights and we're talking about, you know, working on that tone aspect of it, that mm-hmm. protein. Can you tell us some of some reasons or or what is the whole point? We hear a lot of buzz rather around the whole protein. If you're vegetarian, you got to find protein here, or you should be eating chicken. Let's talk about protein and what it really, um, how it affects our our workout. I guess. Oh sure, sure. So protein is basically the building blocks of muscle. 
So mm-hmm. eating protein, and of course there's a lot of talk about the animal sources versus the vegetarian sources, and that has been, you know, a point of contention with people who are trying to see those muscular gains. And the argument always goes back to the fact that muscle is built best with animal sources of protein, which is your meat and your fish and your chicken. I personally have tried to do vegetarian, and I just wasn't able to see the results in my muscular definition that I have been while eating meat. Um, And thankfully, you know, there are – I'll say lighter, like more natural versions of of meat, like the organic products. Um, right. I do a I do a lot of eggs, so it's not so much meat. But I subscribe to the protein from animal sources, and um, mm-hmm. so the the point of it is to just eat eat protein. You know, at least a pa- a gram per pound of your lean body weight, which will help you build lean muscle. So protein is the building blocks of, of muscle. So whenever you're trying to lose weight or um, gain weight, your protein is what you need to focus on. You never, ever skimp out on the protein. Okay. So, okay, you, you, you gave that um, like a gram of uh, what what did you say? What was that, a gram so of what? Can, so people um, can either do, you can do a one gram of protein per pound of your lean body weight or one gram of protein per pound of your body weight. And I would actually need to, you know, speak to clients individually to really help them zone in on what their macronutrient needs are. And your macronutrients are your protein, your complex carbs, and your healthy fats. So it's specific to each person, but the point of it is is that the protein is what's going to help you build that lean muscle, and the protein is what should never be skimped out on when it comes to any sort of fitness goal. Okay. Um, It's it's good for your – go ahead. No, no, no. You say it's good for what now? I was going to say it's good for your your, – for muscle building, for your hormones, Uh um, to regulate your hormones, your enzyme levels. You know, there are many benefits to protein. So, yes, it is a – Big topic, you know, the animal sources versus the vegetarian sources. But regardless, it's definitely needed as a part of any clean eating program. Okay, so I did, I didn't hadn't heard that about the hormones uh, levels, and that's something that's important, you know, for us as we age as well. Now, mm-hmm. um, you you mentioned that example there. Can can you give us like like an example of someone maybe is a hundred and fifty? pounds or 160 pounds, so are you saying they should eat one gram per pound in a day, or can, can, can you do a calculation yeah, yeah. So like that? Depending, uh-huh. depending on their goal, that, mm-hmm. that is a very cut-and-dry calculation. And, again, okay. it's depending on their goal, and I would need okay. to actually speak with that client to see what their goals are because it would right. change if their goal is fat loss. It would change if their goal is muscle building. It would change okay. if their goal is a combination of both. Um, but okay. when you do an Internet search, there are some resources that will say just one gram of protein per pound of, of body weight will help you maintain where you are. Is that a day, so that one be, gram yes. a day? And so that would be okay. in the okay. entire day. So okay. if you have 150 okay. grams of protein in an entire day and you're eating mm-hmm. five meals a day, you can bank mm-hmm. on about 30 grams of protein per meal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when so you talk the about the, that's the basic there. Right. And I, I, I want to also talk about the complex carbs that you mentioned on and some mm-hmm. examples of that and the healthy fats as well. But okay. um, the five meals a day, okay, we hear that. That that's yes. what you should eat. Now it's like, yes. wait a minute, what? Five meals <laughs> that's a day? So much food. Yes. How does that? Is, is an increase in your metabolism? How how does all of that work? And why right. should someone so, do that? Ideally, you want to be eating every two and a half to three hours at the max. You should not be letting your body go beyond that three-hour window without food. When you are not eating on a regular basis, your body's metabolism is very, very slow. And so what it's doing is it's kind of slowing down everything, which is the opposite of what you want if fat loss is your goal. And then when you finally do eat maybe one or two meals a day, your body's going to store all of that food that you give it as fat. Because fat mm-hmm. is what burns the slowest. And then for mm. women, fat burns the slowest, and fat burns the slowest when it's on our hips, our butt, our thighs, Stay our lower there. stomach, you know, <laughs> underneath your, your bra line, and it just kind of hoards itself there. So uh-huh. the goal of that five meals a day, you know, eating every three hours or so, is to break that fast 
get your body out of starvation mode, really boost your metabolism, keep things going, and, you know, prevent your body from hoarding the meals that you do give it. And also, it prevents overeating. You know, if you're not if you're not eating your your breakfast, a mid-morning snack, your lunch, and you don't get to eat until, you know, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, by that oh, time, you're starving. Oh, yeah. you are at a buffet no matter where you are. So you're, you know, your body is starving, and then you give it so much food, and then you're yeah. just like a bump on a log the rest of the day because your 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 energy is so slumped. So yes, that is you know, true. ideally, yes, ideally, everybody should start the day with breakfast. Mm-hmm. Two and a half, three hours later is a mid morning snack, and then you have your lunch, an afternoon snack, and dinner. So that's mm-hmm. the pattern that everybody should try to be following every two and a half to three hours, and it also mm-hmm. kind of um, it can get confusing, too, because there's some people who are like, I don't like breakfast, or I'm not a lunch person, or, you know, me and dinner, mm, we don't really go. So I say don't worry about the actual uh, label of Portion the meal. Size. Okay, no, okay, don't, okay. Don't worry about the label of the meal so much. Just think of meal number one, meal number two, meal number three, meal uh-huh. number four, and meal number five. So five uh-huh. times a day, five times right. a day. So if that person doesn't like breakfast and then they might eat a, a turkey uh, pasta or something like that, it's okay for them to eat that during the day, you say, and at a, yeah, a time that they would. Yeah, if you don't like breakfast foods, right, yeah. if you don't like breakfast foods and you want to eat something that's more so a dinner food for breakfast, that's totally uh-huh. fine. That's, that's totally right. fine. Yeah, right. totally right. fine. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so that now, you're not what, so hung up on the terms. On the term, right, right. And, and, and again, we're talking about what's important. We want to continue to increase our wealth, and our health has right. everything to do with that. So we have to work around that uh, mm-hmm. as well. Now, you talked about uh, complex, complex carbs or carbohydrates and uh, the healthy fats. So what are some examples of complex carbs, and why do we need those? So your examples of your complex carbs would be uh, oatmeal and brown rice. Uh, you can do pastas, sweet potatoes. Those are all of your complex carbs, and they are your body's main source of energy. Okay. So that's, oh, that's okay. the importance, right? So that's the importance, and that is the, and those are some ex- examples of, of them. Okay. Um, okay. And then your healthy fats are for, um, you know, healthy skin and nails, joint support, um, reducing the inflammation around your heart and your internal organs. And examples of those would be all of your oils um, Mm -hmm. and your nuts, like your your almond butter, your peanut butter, so your nut butters, your nuts, Mm -hmm. like your actual the cashews and the pecans and the almonds, and then Mm -hmm. any of your oils, like your extra virgin olive oil that you're cooking food in, the coconut Mm -hmm. oils the mm-hmm. sesame seed oils and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And those mm-hmm. three components, your protein, your complex carb, and your healthy fats, those are what make up a meal. So when you're thinking of your breakfast, lunch, and dinner just as the basics, that's okay. when you would combine protein, complex carb, healthy fat, protein, complex okay. carb, healthy fat, protein, okay. complex carb, healthy fat for your breakfast, okay. your lunch, and your dinner. Okay. And then the vegetables, they fall in in... I guess all of those categories, I guess some, you know, will the complex. So the vegetables and your fruits would be more of your simple carbs, and those are scattered throughout your meals throughout the day. Okay, okay. In serving sizes, right. Right. Okay, okay. Oh, that's great. That's great. This is wonderful. So tell us, you know, give us your website information again and and a little bit about some of the consulting that you offer uh, to those who may not be in the, the area. Sure. So it's trainwithtrend.com. That's the website. From the website, you're able to get to all of my social media networks, which would be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, which is all pictures, which is a a really, really fun one that's accessible through your phone. So um, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, there's so many. Instagram, those will be the main four. You're also able to go directly to my blog from there. Um, There's a lot of... healthy recipes on my blog, a lot of health tips, some of the photos of me and my progress, um, some motivation is on my my blog. And, um, of course, I do offer in-person training at my studio. I'm not at a gym. I'm at a studio. It's a private location. There's just myself and one other trainer who works in there, and it's just us and our clients. 
And um, I do also do a lot of online work. So anybody who's not local, and even for some people who are local but they maybe just want to consult with me and kind of do their own thing also, um, I'm happy to jump in as a part of a program or be the program. I really pride myself on making my services unique and very special to the client, very individual. Um, So for people who are not local and they're not able to come and work with me in person, we can use any kind of communication channel that's available, Skype, email, phone calls, texting, um, and get them set up with um, the personal with the, with the training help or the nutrition help. Um, mm-hmm. And I offer anything from as simple as offering a second opinion on what somebody's already doing to writing a program step-by-step for a client. So for it's client. really just based on what the, that individual client is, is looking for. Wow, and they can join your mailing list there. I see on your site as well. I mean, you 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 have a great site. She really does have Thank a you. lot Thank of good information so on here, and some wonderful testimonies too. You have to definitely check that out because she will make sure you get results as well. Um, now I know you you do a lot, um, and and you have a great spirit of service and helping people as well. I know we have other trainers that are possibly tuned in to this show and maybe just getting started. What would mm-hmm. be some suggestions or tips that you would offer to them as who might want to go into the business of personal training? Um, first, I would say get your certifications. That would be the, mm-hmm. very, the very, very first step. Um, mm-hmm. And also it's really important to have a knowledge of nutrition with the training. There mm-hmm. are actually several of my current clients have personal trainers who had no background in nutrition at all. So they're working with that trainer for the exercise portion, but then they're getting all of the nutrition guidance from me, which gives me the advantage of being able to offer both services to my clients without having them have to outsource. So any, any, any trainer who's about to get started or even those who are already in the business should definitely go back and get the certification in nutrition. Um, being certified and then being certified in nutrition, those are two big keys. Also determining um, what your style of training is, what type Mm -hmm. of client you want to work with, because although it is about the client and for the client, if you don't enjoy a particular style of exercise or a particular level of client, you as a trainer are not going to be effective because you're not going to be enjoying the session as much as the client is. So mm-hmm. if you know that you don't necessarily want to work with the elderly, don't go that direction. You know, if you want to work with pregnant women, you know, focus your attention there. Find a specialty. Right. That's that's find, really important too. Yeah, right, find a specialty. Right, right. Um, I do right. work with male clients, but the majority of my clients are women. The majority okay. of my clients are working women, and they're working women who are mothers. So okay. that just kind of found me. I didn't actually go out and find that specialty. Um, I just was noticing that I was getting a lot of women, a lot of working women, um, and also a lot of beginners, too, which which keeps me on my toes because there's a lot of questions, um, mm-hmm. a lot of interacting. So for somebody who's a trainer who wants to train athletes who kind of already know what they're doing and just need that extra push, they're not going to have as much enjoyment and as much success working with my level of clientele. So. Mm-hmm. To find mm-hmm. a specialty is also another another really important key. So being certified, having that background in nutrition, and then also finding your specialty, um, mm-hmm. that's the, the third one. And I would say the fourth one is finding out how you want to work. If you want to do mobile training where you go to people's houses, if you want to do boot camps where you're in groups, if you want to do individual training at a studio or at a gym, that would be the the fourth um, tip. Would be to find uh, where you you want to work, where you think you'll you'll be best um, at your, at your job. Mm-hmm. That's some sound advice. Very good advice. Thank so, you. That was advice uh, yeah, we, that, that, that I was given. So I'm just for sure. I wanted to make sure I passed that on. It's helped me a lot. That's right. You paying it forward, paying it yes. forward for sure. Well, we just have a few minutes left of the show. I did want to um, have an opportunity. If some of you all, the lines are packed out, I see you. If you have questions um, and you're in the chat room, you can post your question there. Uh, we will try to take a few questions now. Uh, and also, if you're on the phone already on the line, just press 1 so that we know that you have a question. And if you'd like to dial in and ask it live, which we would love for you to, to say yes, hello too. and welcome. 
welcome our guest, Trinity Perkins, here. You can dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278 and press 1 so that we know uh, you have a question now. But there is one question uh, here for our chat room, and I know a lot of times people might fast for different reasons or what have you Um for religious or what have you, and they wanted to know, is it bad to fast? I guess I'm assuming maybe one day out of the week, they say once a week, is it bad to do that if you're training? Um, of course, if you are doing it for a religious reason, no, of course it's it's, it's not bad. Um, if you're doing it for a weight loss reason, I would highly recommend against that because, you again, mm-hmm. going back to that five meals a day with keeping your metabolism revved up, you want to be feeding your body, fueling your body. If you're not eating anything on those days and that's just a personal choice that you've made, I would say restrict yourself from exercise and just mm-hmm. make that your day of rest. Keep your water intake very high so that you're not also – um, in a dehydrated state, um, and just make sure that you're not exercising that day. Um, mm-hmm, that would be mm-hmm. my, my my main advice. Yeah, the main advice. That's good. So, and you talked about the water. Um, about how many, how much water is it? Is it based on someone's body weight, or can you just suggest how much water someone should be drinking throughout a day? My standard suggestion is two liters a day. Okay, two, two, liters. two liters. Yeah, I personally do a full gallon, and I push for people to do at, at you know at least those two or three liters, working your way uh-huh. up to a full gallon. But you know, no no less than two liters, which is totally doable. Start drinking as soon as you get up, and can continue on throughout that day. And um, going to the bathroom a zillion times is definitely worth it. Yeah, out, I know, and that's something that I have to work out. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I don't worth like the, the public scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely worth yeah. it, though. <laughs> but it's worth it, I tell you. I tell you, it's, it's a full-time job to maintain, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's worth it. So, and we talked about that, about the five meals a day. So you say two to three liters, working your way up to um, a gallon of water a day. And what about the, the actual rate? of exercise or frequency should we look at three days a week four or five what what would you say is an ideal um target for someone to shoot for i hesitate to give a direct answer on that mainly because i i always suggest intensity over duration if you're working out four days a week just as an example i'll try to make it specific but not if, if that works for the listeners, sure. but if you're working out three or four days a week and you're barely breaking a sweat, I mean, that's not going to get you where you want to be. If you have a busy, busy life and you are only able to get in those two days, but when you do those two days, you give it your all and you are sweating, that's totally fine. That's no less than the person who's doing three or four days barely breaking a sweat. So okay. I, it's really specific to the individual. I train my clients in person twice a week for one hour, which is about 50 minutes of exercise twice a week once you factor in the stretching and um, the and the, the warm-ups with each session. And then I require right. that they do one other day on their own. My sessions are intense. They're, they're quick pace. Um, they incorporate um, the metabolic style of training, which is fast, circuit style with weightlifting. So the intensity is enough so that they don't feel like they have to be in the gym four or five, six times. It goes back to intensity versus duration. So there's no guilt that needs to be associated with a client or an individual who's only able to do two days a week, but they give it their all. Okay. Now, and my other question is, what is your mm-hmm. take on a cheat day? Oh, <laughs> well, cheat days are awesome. Can somebody have a cheat day? Yes, can they have that yes, fried yes. chicken wing? <laughs> yes, please do. That one, that one fried wing. No, yes, cheat, cheat days are good. They're, they're good, number one, for your sanity. This is a lifestyle okay. change. This, this is not about, about depriving yourself. You know, right. all I'm going to eat is chicken and broccoli five times a day <laughs> and drink all this water and eat chicken and broccoli and egg whites. You know, it's, it's more about that um, there's always going to be holiday parties, birthdays, Christmas events. You know, there's always going to be a reason where, where you're going to be around food that may be off your plan. What I tell everybody is very easy: try to do 80/20, 80 percent okay. of the week, keep it clean. 20% allow yourself to have a little treat here and there. That is a cheat or a treat meal. 
meal, okay. not day, not day. <laughs> a you meal, not a day. day. Oh, yeah. not a Friday where you do whatever you want. No, <laughs> okay. please don't do that. It's not a cheat day. And that's also for your sanity, too, because you want to make sure that you're keeping yourself on track. And right. you want to pick pick those cheat um, or treat meals that are at strategic times. Try not to pig out super late at night. If you're going mm-hmm. out for the day, have a cheat meal maybe for breakfast, you know, those, that French toast and that, that – um, all the syrup and the butter that you want because you'll be active throughout the day. So eat mm-hmm. the cheat meals and the treat meals at times that uh-huh. work best for your body so that you're not just shoving your face and going right to bed. You know, you, this is not a chance to have an excuse and just fall off. It'll be right. much, much easier for you if you, um, if you have a cheat meal that is at a strategic time and then you get right back on track at that next meal. Oh. Yeah, wow, but definitely, wow. I have my clients at least one or two times a week where you have a cookie, have pizza, enjoy something with your kids, um, go out with the girls, any of that. Yes, definitely no. have cheat or treat meals. Because <laughs> what you'll find with that, um, just real real quick, what you'll find is that if you're having a cheat meal or a treat meal and the rest of what you're eating is not on track, it's kind of pointless. But uh-huh. as you get more consistent with that clean eating, those cheats and those treats are not going to set you back. Okay. They're not going to okay. set you back, you know, so okay. it'll just okay. be something you enjoy. And then, of course, you want to try over time to not reward yourself with food. You know, if you hit a milestone, don't reward yourself by losing a dress size by going out to eat. Try to find something <laughs> else. <laughs> you know, there's a little a little saying I like that says, do not reward yourself with food. You are not a dog. So, you know, try not to toss little treats at yourself when you do good things. Find other things that you like um, that, you know, will give you that little boost to, to push for, further. To push further. Well, I tell you, we're all out of time, and you have oh, heard so it. Oh, quick. Yeah, yeah, it goes by fast. Yeah, it, it goes really by so fast. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really does. We are going to have you back for sure. We're going to talk about that uh, offline. Um, you guys just joined us. You can catch this show with our very special guest, certified personal trainer and nutritionist, Trinity Perkins. And uh, you can catch this show and all our other shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and iTunes as well. We thank you so much for tuning in today. Stay tuned for next week when we will be talking with the uh, one of the owners of TheEarth.com as we talk about the importance of our health affecting our wealth here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning in, and as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. See you next week. Thank you. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters Radio. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.